Welcome to the podcast, Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business by Coach James Short. This podcast is designed to help you with strategies, insights, and ways to increase sales, build and lead high-performing teams, and ultimately grow your business. Your host, James Short himself, also shares some of his secret sources on how he helps his own clients achieve business growth quickly and easily. James has been coaching those in the real estate and property industry for close to 10 years now, and his clients keep on saying, since working with James, their results have been outstanding, giving them more money, time, and fulfillment. James is offering a free strategy call to those listening to see how he can assist you to take your business to where you want to go. Simply go to jamesshort.com.au forward slash strategy and book in a time today. Now on with the show. Hi and welcome to another edition of Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. This is Coach James Short and welcome back. Yes, we're going through a new series at the moment where we're looking at our series that we help our clients with their businesses. The three key pillars that we help them to create more money, more meaning and more freedom. These three key pillars is self, chalice and breakthrough. And in this section, we look at each different pillar where each of these pillars has four key components. And in this last few episodes, we've been going through the self component. I love the self component because it's all about oneself, <laughs> right? It's all about you as a leader, you as the guiding, sh the, 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 the master of guiding the ship. Uh, where is it all? driving the bus, whatever you want to call it, whatever your mode of transport is, flying the plane, whatever it is. And this is so important of getting this stuff right because otherwise we're going to, as I said in one of the previous episodes, we're just going to be repeating the same patterns of what we know of what we think is a great leader or what we know is a, what we think and what we believe is, is a great business owner. And so we've already covered a couple of episodes. We've covered the, the, the why, why is it important to really get clear on your purpose and clear on your intention? We've covered your beliefs. So really what holds you back in relations to the patterns that you run and the beliefs that you might have around certain things like money, wealth, health, teams, business success. Then we looked at your vision of how to get really crystal clear with that vision and how do we communicate and the, and the, the benefits of that. And the last component of self is values. And I love this component so much. I love running our values-based workshops when we go into organizations and we go, cool, let's get super clear on these values. And values are, a, it's like the foundation of, of building a, a great business. If you look at all the, the businesses that have that gone from good to great, they've got a really strong values-based framework in place. And the reason why this is so important is that because it holds things together what you really stand for, what is important to you, are your values. And when we get clear on this and when we run our business through a values-based organization, it just flows. But you know what? The trouble is so many people get it wrong out there. And what happens is that when you get it wrong, you just feel in that constant overwhelm. This is like so much to do, da, 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 da. and you're going round and round and round and round and round and round. And you're not aligned, no one's aligned. No, no, no. Well, what do we stand for? Like, what are we doing this for? And, and there, 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 you get it over and over. And this is from, from team, from clients, from suppliers, right? It's nothing, that, nothing lying in the sand of this is what we stand for. And what happens is that we, 
there's a lot of people out there is that consistently start to chase and continually chase those shiny balls. The shiny ball syndrome. Oh, what's over here? Let's play over here. Oh, what's over here? What's over here? And they're constantly going from one thing to another. Not saying anyone in the real estate has shiny balls. Is that because it is so, so common throughout the real estate and the property sector? The next greatest, newest thing. Let's go and play here. Let's go and play here. I just got off a meeting this morning. It's it it so interesting, you know. Changing market, obviously, here in Australia, here in Sydney. And it is so funny. I said, you know what? So many people out in the industry have had it so good, right? And now people got to work a little bit differently. He goes, that's so true. I said, mate, end of the day, we've got to get back to basics. Why do you think the All Blacks rugby union team is so damn good? World champions year and year and year. They master the basics. They master the basics. Like any business, you've got to master the basics. Move, remove the shiny balls. He goes, you know what? You're so true. I just got back to basics three weeks ago and I started doing the basics. And you know what happened? I said, let me guess. You got more business? He goes, yes. I said, duh. Funny that. I said, yes. I said, if you get back and you master the basics and once you've mastered the basics, then add something else on, then you can start to, to look at different initiatives. But when you start to take your foot off the pedal and take the foot off the basics and you go and try something else, that's when you'll, you'll start to crash. So the good thing is when we get these values right and we start to implement, live, breathe, and everyone else does, things start to, to flow and decisions become really easy to make. It's no gray, just black and white because it's based on your values, based on what's important to you. You see, we maintain that, maintain that focus and you keep on track because you, you, you make all your decisions based on your values. It's so easy. We, we get things muddled up in our head. You know, a number of years ago, so I, a number of years ago, I started work with a, a large strata company. So we have been working with them for a number of years. And when we first started out, we got super clear and we have to review their values. Because it was nice, you know, had the mission and vision statement, but you know, had the values, but it's like, no, 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 let's get back into it. Let's really find out what is important to you. With the senior executive team, we, we spent you know, half a day just mapping out what is important to you. And we got really clear on, on those values within the organization, what it meant and why was that important. And every time now that we have our business planning meetings with them, is that let's review them. Because as human beings, what happens, we take the path of least resistance. And unless these values, like our vision, is in the forefront of our mind, we can easily forget them. And when we don't make decisions from our values, we can easily forget them. So what we do is at every business planning meeting that we go into, say, okay, how have you lived and breathed the values this month? Right? How have you and your team lived and breathed the values this month? What are you proud of? But on the flip side, right? What are the flip side? Where have you dropped the ball? Guaranteed you have. We're human. We like the path of least resistance. And sometimes when we're, we need to make a values-based decision, it can be a little bit hard, a little bit challenging. It's about when you share where you drop the ball, you become aware of it. And then you become, is this a pattern? Do I need to change this? This way you need to listen to the belief section. <laughs> and so this is a constant reminder. And so what's happened is then the organization starts to get aligned. The team, because it filters down through the team, their team meetings. And that communication gets out into the wider community. 
And from that clear, concise values and have the values aligned within the organization, what happens to their business? Ah, oh, that's why they've won large strata company of the year last three years in a row. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> so how? How do we start to then create these values? Now, you may have done this values stuff a little while ago. Where is it living? Is it living in the, the, the bottom drawer? Are you living and breathing it? Are you clear on what you stand for? If you are, fantastic. Listen on, there could be a few little tweaks I'm gonna encourage you to do. If you're starting out and you need to go, oh, this sounds like a good idea, definitely. If you have a team and you haven't root, you know, done this at all, I'm gonna show you some steps. So if you're a solo operator and you're thinking, you know, even if you're within an organization, you need to maybe a leading agent or maybe someone else within the, the, the business, what are your values? What's important to you? And so what's the question I'm gonna get you to ask? Now, if you're a single operator, fantastic, do this by yourself. If you've got a team of more than five, do it with the team. Because what happens when we first start out in business is it's our values as business owners that come over and starts the business. But as you grow, the business takes on an entity in itself. And so therefore we need to create values for the business entity, not so much for your personal values. So it, it does change as your business grows. So if you've got a team of five plus, definitely recommend you do this with a team. Why? It further engages them. They further get, they, they get ownership, not physical ownership, but they get ownership over, over the company in relations to, wow, I'm a part of something. I'm feeling belonging. I'm feeling I'm part of this business community. And then they get excited about talking about it. They get excited about sharing it. So here are the steps. And once again, you can have a chat with us. I'm happy to help you design a values-based workshop that we run with a lot of our clients. But this is what we do. So we go through, we look at what, is your, what are some of the things that you um, are really liking that you've, you stand for within the business? What are some of the things and some of the patterns what are you most proud of within the business? Then what are some of the things that, you know, that you're not proud of? That, you know, if you could just put your finger on that and get rid of that, that not a person, but if you get a finger on that or behavior, what is that? And you come up with two lists, right? And this is the starting point. What are the things that you're most proud of? What are the things that you need to feel that you need to change? Because there's a values component underneath that, right? There's a values component underneath that. And the next component from there, the next step is, so what is important to you in relations to business? What is important to you in relations to your business? Now, if you're doing this as a team, right, what we like to do is each person has some post-it notes and just boom, 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 just, just write it all down. And what happens is you've got a team of five, 10, 50, 100. If you've got a team of 100, let's just use the executive team, for example. If you've got a team, now you start to, there'll be patterns that are coming. Once again, we run patterns in everything that we do. There are patterns that we run. And so I encourage you to look at them. Okay, what are the trends? What are the patterns? And you'll start to get things that come into come in all into place. We ran this um, last year for, for a company in the end of year conference. And they've, they had uh, 30, 37 staff. And it was insane, it was so good. You could see everyone getting super excited, feeling like just contributing and making a difference. 
And we even mapped out their one, three, five year plan, but as a full collective, different departments, business overall. It was so exciting. And when we did this, what notice is that there are certain trends. So here's the next step. Now that you've got, now that you've got a bunch of words and it could be, you know, we value integrity. We value open and honesty communication. We value having fun. We, we value being passionate, whatever it is for you. That's well and good. But at the moment, they're just words. That's right. At the moment, they are just words. We need to tear them apart a little bit and get a little bit deeper. So the follow on question from that is what does that actually mean to you? Because I guarantee out of five, 10, 15 people, everyone will have a slight differentiation on the word passion or on the word honesty or on the word integrity. Everyone have their slightly different interpretation on it. So it's important that everyone has their contribution of what that actually means. And then together or by yourself, you need to come up with a clear meaning of what that value is. The third component, the third thing from this is why is that important? So why is that important? Why is that value? Why is that meaning important? So we have the value. So what's important to you? We have the meaning. What does that actually mean? And then we have, well, why is that important? And why do we do these three things? The reason why is this? Is it because when someone comes into the organization and we go through the value, the meaning, and the why, there's no misinterpretation. If we just think, oh, here are our five values, passion, integrity, honesty, blah, fun, pat, like, they will bring their own interpretation of what that means to the mix. And so when we need to have a conversation around congratulations or you know what, we need to step it up and you have a values based conversation, everyone knows what that value actually means, what that value actually means. You know, it was, it was cool with doing some, some coaching work with a company down in Melbourne and it's just at the moment values getting really, really, really aligned. And one of the things is, one of the values is the having the, one of the values is the direct impact on others, right? My, my actions has a direct in or indirect impact on others. And so we do this little exercise, which is pretty cool, is that who have you helped this week? Right, who have you helped this week? And what's been that impact? What's been that impact? But on the flip side is who have you let down? And what is that impact? So often we get so caught up in our own day-to-day is that we don't realize the positive impact or the negative impact. And so this is just a self-awareness thing. And so therefore we can then have a conversation around people that we're impacting or may have impact us. And so then we can start to work collectively together as a team. So we've got our value, we've got what it means and what our why. And this is so important because when we're recruiting, when we're making a decision, um, when we need to go through a different strategy, does this, does this new strategy fit and align to our values? And you can say yes or no. There's no gray area because you understand what that meaning is and you understand the why. When we're taking on new team members, does this person align to our values? You know, having other team members interview them based on values, are they aligned? 
Show me a time, show me when. So this is where values are so important when it comes to decision-making process. Does this decision align to our values? Yes or no? Even though some of those decisions may be hard, coming back and being aligned to those values is so important. We did this workshop with, uh, with a client just the other week and he got super clear on his values. And he then shared that with the team. He said, mate, the, the, the guys are pumped. I said, yeah. I said, now you can have a conversation when they fall out of line is that they've agreed to the values, they're aligned to the values, but they dropped the ball on that. How can we work together to shift it up? And that happened just the other day. He rang me, he said, mate, James, he said, that was incredible. He said, it was an easy conversation to have. I said, yes. I said, what happens is that when people are aligned to the values and they're buying to the values and they drop the ball, it's not a personal attack. It's like, hey, hey, Sam, listen, mate, I just want to have a quick chat. You did this the other day. I noticed this and this is how it made me feel. And it's not really, it's not aligned to our values. Can you see that? He goes, mate, so can. So what can I do? What can we do together to help you get back on track? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, great, fantastic. Is that okay with you? Totally fine. Thank you for picking it up. Really appreciate the feedback. Super easier conversation to have, right? Compared to, hey, you did this wrong, blah, 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 blah. right? Really get clear on your values. Really get clear on the meaning and really get clear. I hope this helps. Sing out if you need a hand. Values, let's get aligned. Let's get them down on paper. Let's communicate them. And let's start making those values-based decisions and take your organization to the next level. I'm Coach James Short. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Looking forward to speaking to you soon. Bye for now.